Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a Dogcast Studio podcast. Catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report, pre-WrestleMania, that's right, right around the corner. I can smell the barbecue in the air. Actually, true truth on this, uh, I will be driving to WrestleMania from Colorado to Dallas, and the smell in the air is none other than cow shit. There's a lot of cows down that way. We're not on this horn to talk about cow shit. We're on the talk about WrestleMania and all things great in this world. I can't do it without the boys. The guy. What's up, brother? Hey, Veer Mahan. April 4th. Put it in your fucking calendars right now, boys. April 4th. That man's going to show up and take the belt off Roman Reigns. Yeah, and break a car or two. Because that's what we do now. With the TLG. Yeah. The dog cast father himself weighing in at a solid. We won't go there. What's up, brother? I weigh 315 now, I weigh 315 now, I weigh 315 now, and I'm still overweight. <laughs> Life is unfair. What's up, my dudes? Man, I'm, I'm feeling great this morning. Once again, as we record, my breakfast is being cooked, and you sons of bitches pointed out to me that you caught me. You caught me, you bastards. You finally caught me. That that's my that's my game. That's my rhythm to the TBR is smelling the breakfast being cooked. Today is the breakfast burritos. A little south of the border, if you will. It's a topic discussion on our show these days about your breakfast. So we're having breakfast burritos, you say? <laughs> yes. I can't help it, man. I love it when breakfast we open the show burritos. to this. I mean, dude, you know who has a, a last week? Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, you know what? You know what? I want to hear it. No, go ahead. Know, I don't want to interrupt you anymore. You know Let me stop interrupting you right now. Why don't you just keep going? How about, this? We sell How about you go ahead? Ring, April 4th, okay? <laughs> you and me, we go one-on-one, mano-a-mano in a last man standing Texas Slama match, okay? First person with, to Slama. With Veer Mahan as a referee. <laughs> with Veer Mahan as the referee. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. That was derail. What were you going to say there, Josh? Unification belt title match, too. We're going to put the belts together. They're going to have sets, and then they're going to make love. You wish. Oh, wow. You guys are making (sighs) me jelly. I don't have my belts in this room, and you guys are... I'm going to have to scream for something. These two belts. His belt and my belt need to have a baby. And when that baby's born, it'll be a new champion. Put that to the oh. put that to the camera, Chad. And, and for the, for folks listening, uh, apologize. We're horrible hosts. <laughs> uh, what I'm looking at is the mini belt. Uh, that that's the big WCW Goldie baby one. That that's big gold. That's, that's big actually Goldie. big Goldie. Uh, and Josh is holding the 2014 right. Oh yeah. Oh, WWE yeah. title. Yep. Right before the logo change. Which, that's a good look. That's a good look on that title. I cannot wait to see what the new unified title is going to look like. And I hope this belt is so much I, better you, you than guys, the new one. Well, you guys know I'm personally leaning towards a um, a big Goldie comeback. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm always waiting for that. Uh, waiting for, looking for a, a winged eagle, somewhat. You, comeback, you really so. think the winged eagle's coming back? There's going to be a variation. I really you do. are dead set on that. 
the, I'm dead set on it because because WWE is all about money. They're all about marketing. And if you look, they are marketing the shit out of that belt right now. If you go on WWEshop.com, that belt is everywhere. It, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. God bless. Move on. I think they're doing it because what Stone Cold is coming be back called? at WrestleMania. That's the reason why I think that's happening. Oh, the Broken Skull belt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's well, the new I mean, championship Stone belt. Cold's the Broken first, Skull belt. I mean, Stone Cold's first title was the Winged Eagle. And his first variation, mind you, was the blue-strapped Attitude Era Winged Eagle and then the Broken Skull thing. And see, that's why I think that the only reason why that's selling so much and they're trying to push it so much on the shop is because mm-hmm. Stone Cold's coming back. And I think that belt's kind of is associated with it. Broken Skull? Or Smoking Skull? Smoking. I never really know what they, they named that. Is it the Smoking Skull or the Broken yeah, Skull? Well, smoking like Skull. That. I think it is the Smoking Skull, yeah. But he lives the at the Broken Skull, broken skull yeah. Ranch. Where he Do you know what I love about this mini belt? Smoking Skull belt. Right, give me that Damn, hell, yeah. This is what I love about this belt. Oh, you, the belt. The reason I love this belt is, is you guys take special care. Notice here, what is missing at the top? What is missing the at WWE. the top? Yeah, there's no WWE tie. You don't know how, don't know how uh, mad I am about that emblem on belt. here. I fucking it, love the WCW version, man. Ooh, uh, oh yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the crowd. I'm gonna tell the crowd right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress, I'm gonna dress the crowd real quick, okay, folks. Uh, when you bought that title belt, I remember you called me. We we're talking about it, and I'm like, dude. The only thing that sucks is it's not the actual WCW one. It's the WWF. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's I got the WCW one. I'm like, no, you didn't. I just bought that belt. And that fucking thing says WWF on it. And you're like, well, I don't know what you're doing, man. You send me a screenshot. And I'm like, what the hell? Did they make a misprint on mine? No. The fucktard uh, uh, people's host over here just ordered the wrong damn one. Yeah, they and have two of them. There's that. one that says WWE on it, one that says yeah. WCW. You had to buy the WCW one. You know what? I'm going on right now, and I'm buying the NWO version right now. That's what's oh, happening. Shit. So kiss my Do ass. It right NW- Do it to. right now. Do it right now. I dare you. I'm going to because Stone Cold said so. Actually, Stone Cold would never do the NWO title. He would never do that. You know, speaking of Stone Cold being at WrestleMania this year, I can't help but, you know, I've been stuck in nostalgia world. I've been watching a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff from back oh, in the day same. this week. This same. week and uh, I'm a little stuck, I'll be honest with you. Why didn't we ever get Stone Cold Hulk Hogan in the ring? Why didn't that happen? I think that's a travesty. I know we got The Rock in Hogan, and it was magical. God bless. Put the kids to bed. Say hello to your mother. Say hello to your mother for but I really... How did we miss out on Stone Cold and Hogan? But did that, does that do anything for you guys like it does me? Well, we talked about this yesterday. Not not Stone Cold and Hogan or anything like that. Well, we talked about watching that Peacock show where you said evil. And we were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about Hollywood Hogan and all that, right? And I told you I had the anthology discs of, Holly, or of Hulk Hogan. And they didn't really touch on his Hollywood days. They really touch, touched on the, the red and yellow days. And... I thought I remember there being a segment in there where he talked about having an opportunity to wrestle either The Rock or Stone Cold. And I think Stone Cold had neck surgery at the time. And that match just kind of fell back on The Rock. Because at that time, The Rock became yeah. the face of WWF. And that opportunity just slipped. And then after that, Hogan got old. and Or no, Hogan went back red and yellow. And then he got banned from the WWF. And then he there became, was what was that, the, the, the luchador wrestler for a while? Well... Not really. I mean, I mean that was just that was more of a gimmick. He he never he never went to the ring with the the Lucha America stuff. He it was just a gimmick. 
But I think they I just missed my, it because his face turned, you know? And I guess my point to this is, you know, you're right. There was there was a limited window, if you will. There's a limited window of time where you could have had uh, a Stone Cold and a Hulk, a Hulk Hogan match. Um, but, you know, the, the the more I watch on, I went back, I also went back and watched the Stone, the A&E. You remember those documentaries that A&E did, that series they did? Uh, well, of course, I I saved all those and recorded them. Dark Side and, of the Ring. And, no, 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 no. It was they they had on a Sunday night. It was during Dark Side of the Ring, but they would do the uh, documentaries. They did one about Stone Cold, Rowdy Piper, Bret Hart. Shawn oh yeah, Michaels, yeah, yeah, yeah. They Nick felt Foley. very paid off by the WWE, in my opinion. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But there's a lot of cool information, and the best one was the Stone Cold one because we really hadn't had that deep a dive of uh, uh in-depth you know look into stone cold especially from his, his yeah the stone, the stone cold anyway, one was definitely the only super good watch the best i disagree i think the um i think the bret hart one was pretty amazing but then again i'm, I'm a mark i get it i get it it was yeah anyway i actually didn't the, watch um, a single one of those episodes so the only one i watched was the rick flair on the plane no that was dark side of the ring so i guess i didn't watch any of them so you got traumatized because you were on a plane rick flair was wearing his robe and then backed you in a corner. Is that what you're saying? I'm he tired goes, of all these dicks on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> that was Ric Flair. Yet. That was Ric Flair 85. Yeah. Yet. That was Ric Flair 85. Jackass forever. You fast forward 20 years. Samuel L. goes to a studio and he comes with this <laughs> idea for a movie and he goes, I have an idea. Snakes. We're on a plane with Rick Flair. They're like, that's never going to work. How about this? Yeah, I like the idea, but you take out Ric Flair. They're like, no, 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 that's not going to work. We can't just have a plane with a scary that's dick. And they're like, no, 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 no. How about this? <laughs> now you, you substitute the dick for snakes. And he's like, well, snakes. we were going to call this plane Ric Flair on a plane. What, what, what are you going to call this? Snakes on a plane? <laughs> they're like, yes. And he's like, mm-hmm. my God, let's do it. That's how the story of how snakes on a plane came to be. Fact check me on Wikipedia. I just edited it. Let me ask you guys a question. As Josh was going on with the story, which, by the way, is all factual all true. Factuals. Look it up. It's on Wikipedia. It's all true. I didn't. How is it the Jackass Forever comes out right, and we have Johnny Knoxville now on the WWE doing his bullshit? Yet the entire movie of Jackass is a bunch of dudes running around with their dicks out. But we're making such a big deal about Ric Flair. Am I am I being oversensitive or not sensitive enough to that situation? I mean, Jackass the fourth I'm pretty sure <laughs> all dicks. I'm pretty sure enough time has passed on that, quite frankly. Cause I mean, I don't know if you guys do, but I still I still subscribe to Ric Flair. I didn't to his YouTube page. I didn't dump him. He's he's still doing stuff. He's still getting media appearances and all the the athletes. It's it's still I think there was a, a quiet time there, just like Tommy Dreamer. You remember when t- after that, Tommy Dreamer went away off a of busted open for like three or four weeks, and they mm. played it off that he had some scheduled time off. It's all fucking bullshit. We all know it. It was because of his comments on the show that he was agreeing with Rick, and you know, boys will be boys. Ba 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 ba. They were just trying to let the steam pass. So I think enough time has passed. Fair enough. You Fair think enough. that's bullshit? About right, How again. about this though? How come? How are you going to explain this though? You have MGK as a playable character on the 2K22 game, but then, but they're not gonna have Chris Benoit. Oh my God! 
How does that happen? What's the, how's the follow-up going to work? <laughs> what do we have to say? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm kind of hoping you just I don't know where to go with that. with that one there. I mean, we've been doing this <laughs> yeah, show just... long enough now to know that there's some things we're just going to all jump on, <laughs> and then Josh will just go on a tangent. And we're like, well, yeah, back to you, Josh. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't want to get in trouble. Mm. I thought that joke was a killer. It was. <laughs> and unlike the... And unlike the Blue Blazer, you made your mark. That is hey, true. Hey, speaking of going too or far, you guys. Or, or you hit your mark. I'm sorry. That's not, that's, I fucked that joke. Sorry. You did. Yeah. No big deal. You speaking always, you always try to follow up with a, with a dark joke like that. And that one, I can tell you right now, fell short, buddy. Do not try it again. <laughs> Bam. Okay. You got it. Um, It's deadly. Leland's over there like, uh, <laughs> should I hit the cancel button, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to make a, I was trying to make an awesome segue right there, and I've just, hey, you, it's listen, like, it's like trying if, to, if, you, I feel like I'm explaining a joke now. Hey, hey, look, if Kevin Owens can come out and pretend to be Stone Cold, Josh and I yes. can pretend to be Benoit and the Blue yeah. Blazer. It's, it's yeah. what, what? If Kevin no, Owens I mean, can come out on Raw with a bald cap, acting like Stone Cold. I think Two we get a pass this week that I think yeah. are relevant right now. MJF, he, I think he stepped his promo game up. He, he's digging for some heavy dirt. This guy stepped it up, man. He's had it up. He's no, on full I get volume. That, but didn't it feel like his his promo this week? Um, didn't it feel like a little more raw? Just a little more. I mean, he's calling that guy. No, it felt like dynamite to me. And um, all these, all these inbreds and. It felt a little more raw to me. All right, am I am I the only one feeling it felt, that? No, it was definitely dynamite, not raw. Um, He's getting a yeah, little grungier, definitely. And uh, I I think that's the angle they're going for. I think what they here's my take on that actually. So I think that, that his angle with CM Punk, if you've noticed, every angle with CM Punk, they've had a plan, and even the big dog hasn't been able to figure it out. And I think I did. So get this, CM Punk right now is moving through the ranks of the homegrown characters so that he can advance their character to the next level, almost like a Digivolve. If if you're familiar with the show Digimon, they're going to the next level, okay? Get Digimon Fusion. Get this. When he was with uh, MJF, MJF we all thought, dude, best promo dude. He's going with CM Punk. They're both going to do promos, yada, yada, yada. But then what you get there, though, is you get... Him changing his character where he's hugging CM Punk now in the ring, right? And what you've got mm-hmm. now is a broken MJF. Not like Matt Hardy broken. But, I mean, you now have, like, a grungier MJF. And that's how they were able to take his character. Because before, he was, like, like the he was, like, the Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. If he was, like, yeah. if, he was, if he was a heel. He was the heel Carlton, okay? Now... He's going to be a little grungier because he's like, you know what? Screw this, dude. I'm the shit, actually. You know what? Screw everybody even more than screw him before. And he's a little grungier. And I think that's what MJF or that's what CM Punk is doing currently is he's going through all the homegrown characters and making them better. And this is a smart move by AEW for developmental. We just didn't realize it. I have a take on this, by the way, what I think is going on here. Yeah, keep going, man. Keep going because I've got some thoughts, too. Here's, here's what I think is going on with MJF. He cut that promo so that we can bench Wardlow. Wardlow's getting benched for a while. I think their angle's getting benched for a while because I think this is going to be an angle with FTR, 
versus Sean Spears and MJF. And the reason I say that is because they're hitting the shit out of Bret Hart. And they've already set it up. FTR fired Tolly Blanchard. FTR cut a promo after their match with CM Punk that they apologized to the crowd? When the fuck has FTR ever apologized for anything they've ever done to the crowd? They are heels through and through. As soon as I heard Dax go, we apologize for some of the things we've done, I was like, those motherfuckers are turning face. And then I thought, well, where are they going with this? Why do they do that? And then I thought back to MJF's promo. They kept calling. He kept saying he owned Wardlow. I own you. You're, You're out of the building. And then what does AEW do? They take Wardlow off the roster page on their website. It's like Wardlow was never there. They're benching the guy. They're benching that entire well, angle right now, which hurt. I think is going to be cool. He, he may have, but I think this is why FTR is going to face because the, the ending promo said the pinnacle is still a thing. If you don't believe me, watch next week. We got something planned. I think FTR is going to turn on Sean Spears and MJF, and we're going to get that angle now. And uh, I think Bret Hart's going to make his appearance soon, and I think Bret Hart's going to be the new manager of FTR. And, and I'm looking forward to that, and I think it's a great angle. But, but. Where I really want MJF to go is towards the title and then intersecting CM Punk. There's CM Punk saying he wants the title. I want more, man. I want more CM Punk and MJF, and I think adding the title in the mix would be a good way to go. I don't know if we're going to get that, but that's what I'd like to see out of AEW. I don't know, man. You, you mentioned the Bret Hart thing to me, and I uh, I instantly hated it. I mean, I like, I like, I wouldn't mind Bret Hart showing up because I'm a complete mark, but then again, I'm going, I'm going against everything I've said. And everything I've said in 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 reference to this is AEW has got to stop right now. They got to stop with all the hiring. Um, but bringing in a Bret Hart to do a manager role, I don't know. He wasn't a talker. He he wasn't the he wasn't the talking piece of the um, uh, the Hart Foundation. So I mean, inevitably, if you bring Bret Hart back, that's what you're doing. You're going to recreate the Hart Foundation. I don't know if he can do that. I don't know if, if Vince has the rights. I I don't know. I could see the wrestling being awesome, but what was cool about the Hart Foundation is you had Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think it's a waste of time. Bret Hart has been in AEW, though. Don't forget that. The very first uh, the very first time the AEW title was handed out at Double or Nothing, Bret Hart was the presenter. So, you know, there is ties right. there. It can work. It can work. It work. But um, it's a work. FTR going face. FTR going face. I could see that happening now that I've thought about it. You had to convince me, Chad, uh, not only just now, but on the phone before or texting, whatever we we're doing. You did you did kind of convince me a little bit because as I watch Dynamite, they're heel heavy. They're real heel heavy. Mm-hmm. And especially Always. in that tag team division. They they could use a good babyface tag team. And um, if there's one thing that we all know is if you're a great heel, you can switch over and be an even better babyface. For a short amount of time. So, I, I don't know. I could see it happening. I'm really rambling. I don't know if I want it, though. I don't know if I want Well, it. then ask yourself the question. Is Jungle Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus really holding down the, the faces of the tag team division? Being no, the baby they, faces? Because, honestly, it's been lackluster better for me. Chasing. And it, you know what? Here, here's the thing about AEW. And, and maybe you guys can disagree. But I feel like any chaser always has the best stories. But as soon as they get that title, it feels like their story just drops off. Adam yeah, Page. that's the hardest thing, though. Luke. That's the hardest thing in, in wrestling is to is to chase for a title. The chase is always good. I mean, if you got, if you got somebody that's invested, it's always good. And and here I go. I don't like doing this a whole lot, but I'm going to put over John Cena. John Cena is about the only babyface I can think of in 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 recent history 
that can win that title and still capture my attention. Most of the time, I get lost after good or race. bad. Yeah, good or bad. Right. But John Cena, John Cena, if he figured it out, and it's because I, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and act like I know because I don't know what the difference is. But I know that that is historically one of the hardest things to do is be a babyface, chasing the title, winning the title, and still capturing the audience. It kind of. But you know, during that era was good like Josh Batista like when he was when he held this title he had some of the best stories going with Flair and 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 his old regime of guys that he hung out with Triple H and shit those were good stories back in those days it just feels like now when a guy gets the title Big E other than Roman Reigns Big E anybody that holds that WWE title before Brock Lesnar it always felt like the chase was always good but as soon as they got the title it fell off I just feel like Big E in WWE was part of that Josh sorry about that well feels to me like AEW is shifting to the Hardy Boys getting the belts, though. That's where I feel like the angle is because, as you guys said, the angle with the belts currently, the angle with the belts currently is dead. As we all know, Tony Khan's favorite tag team of all time, and if fans at home don't know this, his favorite tag team of all time is the Hardy Boys. You can't his favorite uh, his favorite promotion is ECW. And you can't so. tell me there you go. that if if the current angle with the belts is dying, that he just created his favorite tag team. He's not gonna he's not gonna make his wish come true and give them the belts. That's like his fantasy. It's just a matter of time, and that's the direction that they're going. You're not it's wrong. to me to me it seems pretty obvious because as soon as he came back, you know damn well he said, you know what, Jeff, they're not gonna give you the belt. They don't believe in you. I do. You're my favorite of all time. Come over with your brother. I'll give you the belt. You guys just do you. We'll give you a run. And I think what's going to happen is the Hardy Boys are going to probably hold that tag team belt probably for a year. Probably for an entire year. If not, maybe a little longer. I feel like it has about a year in it oh, before geez. Tony figures something out. But, yeah, I, I, I really up. see a long talking, Hardy Boy tag team belt run. I disagree. I don't think that's going to happen. Do you feel that way? Not in AEW. You really do? I they're going to be champions. Okay. Yeah, they're going to be champions, but not but not, not for a the year. AEW champions. They're going to be the ROH tag team champions. They're going to oh. use those guys to promote ROH. But you're right. That's the direction, but it's not going to be the AEW champions. I think FTR is going on a face run. They're going to be the face champions. I don't know who they'll face going forward. Maybe Red Dragon. I don't know. I'm not really on Red Dragon right now. I think they kind of suck. Well, if they do that, then um, that means that, that that's they're going to have to completely create a whole other show then. If they're going to bring in the ROH belts, that means that they're going to have to completely start a whole new show. Like, they're going to either have to add on a third day. Well, I mean, we know they're doing live events. But a, yeah, but Briscoes versus the Hardys would be a huge draw. Huge. Huge. I think that's the direction they're going. Any tag team in AEW right now is going to be a huge draw, especially on uh, April 3rd. It's going to be huge, or April 2nd. I'm sorry. It's going to be a huge draw in Texas. First. I just feel like they're, he's yeah. not going to waste. He might. I mean, uh, what what you're saying is definitely plausible. You know, I just, I, just, I feel like he, he wants, I don't feel like Jeff would have left the WWE. I take that back. He was probably going to leave either way. But I don't yeah. feel like he would have been so gung-ho to immediately go over to AEW if he was guaranteed an off-TV time title that he just carries that at the end of the day means nothing on the show that he's on. You know, think about this, uh, Josh. Okay. 
What was it? Last summer? Um, yeah, I think it was last summer. The SmackDown did an angle. I'm I'm really failing to remember who who it was against. Maybe it was Kevin Owens. But they did an angle with Jeff Hardy, and I think it was Kevin Owens, where they had Jeff Hardy being drunk in a car, wrecking his car. It was like really close to reality. Right, 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 right. right. When you saw Jeff Hardy, and we talked about it on the show, when you saw Jeff Hardy in the ring deflated because they're bringing up real-life shit that he's battled with, and everybody knows he's battled with this for the last 20 freaking years, I think that's the minute they la- they lost Jeff Hardy. We I really we, do. and we talked about that. I, I we talked about that close. a year ago when that was happening. Close, yeah. We talked about that a year ago when that was going yeah. on. You know, we, we said this is a bad angle because this is going to put a bad mm-hmm. taste in everybody's mouth and it's going to put a really bad taste in Jeff Hardy's mouth. It was yep. with Sheamus too, by the way. Which, by the way, Sheamus, Sheamus yes, once right. again is another is in another current story angle where some real life shit happened that they're now using as a story in the WWE. Which is so weird. For example, for example, uh, Nia Jax broke Biggie's neck, and now they're using that as an angle because Sheamus is Nia Jax's partner. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Ridge Holland. It's hard. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's hard to get that. Yeah, it's such an easy fucking mistake. To make. I get the confusion. <laughs> I get it's a little confusing. I thought it was right. Anyways, they're using right. that angle. They're using that angle right now. It's the New Day versus fucking Sheamus and uh, Ridge Holland, like using real life shit in a in a storyline like he really broke his fucking neck and now they're using it like yeah and he meant WWE to, has been known yeah. to do that for so the only, long the only now, problem listen, is is that they had to use that sometimes angle it works they had to use that angle because mm-hmm. big e they had plans for him <laughs> so they were like holy shit how are we going to fill this spot ooh we have to use real life right. shit currently because that's just the way that the wrestling world is so this angle had mm-hmm. to happen this one which which I by think. the way I don't disagree with that guys I think the real life stuff is good, but I think you have to have a certain class and you have to have a certain taste for it. The stuff with Jeff Hardy was not good. And when I saw him in the ring, looking up at the screen as Sheamus is doing this whole thing, he looks deflated. He couldn't hide that emotion, even with all that fucking face paint. That's the difference. Kevin Nash said Scott Hall struggled with that story angle when they did it in WCW. He said he, on face... So did Jake the Snake when he came back. Scott looked like he was okay with it, but he said behind the scenes, Scott was struggling with that entire angle. It actually put him into a depression. So I can only imagine what that was doing to Jeff Hardy. What the difference, though, is between Big E, Big E is in a different category of what all, everything what you guys just said. Big E's scenario had to happen. Jeff Hardy's angle didn't have to happen. Scott Hall's angle didn't have to happen. None of those angles had to happen. Yeah, you could have went with any other angle. No real life shit was actually going on. That was just an angle they're like, we're going to go with this angle. Big E's angle was real life shit that had to happen. That's the difference. Big E's angle had to happen. Jeff Hardy's angle had no fucking meaning to nobody. Didn't need to happen. They were just like, this is the angle we want to go with. And it was a reused, puked up storyline from from Scott Hall. That was also shit that they knew was shit. They're like, you know, let's just do it again. And both of those angles didn't have to happen. The Big E one did. That's, That's the only difference. I, no, and I don't disagree. I, just, I think they had to fit it in because it happened on TV. It happened on live TV. So the only well, way you can yeah. keep that ball rolling is to continue. However, isn't that really unfortunate that uh, Ridge Holland's getting a small push off of Big E getting his neck broken? That's the only thing I'm disappointed about. And and, and I and I saw articles out there saying that you know Ridge Holland was going to be off TV for a while. I knew that was going to be some bullshit. 
Ringside News usually reports bullshit. And I posted it on our damn Facebook page, and I knew it was wrong. But Ridge is still getting some type of push out of this whole thing. Um, and it's unfortunate, but you know what? What else is WD, WD going to do? They can't ignore it like they do half the other storylines they start and finish, I guess. Well, here's the thing. You look at who you have writing SmackDown, who's in charge of SmackDown. It's Bruce Pritchard. And if you listen to Bruce Pritchard's podcast with Conrad Thompson, you you see that throughout history, because Bruce has been there since Hulkamania, that Bruce is really good at taking lemons and turning it into lemonade. He's really good at it, and he's been more successful at those storylines than he has failed them. Um, we just, for our taste, it sounds like, he just he's missed the beat with a couple of these. Uh, we all know that Biggie got hurt. We all know that happened. We all know it was an accident. It was not. It was not based in reality. It was not planned. Um, so they need to leave it alone. In in my opinion, let it, let it die off. One thing that I don't think is dying off, and I think WWE once again. I don't know. I could be wrong. I have been wrong. They may be tipping their hat for WrestleMania, guys. As you're talking, I just got a little hair. And I decided I'm going to go to WWE shop and take a look to see if I'm spewing complete bullshit. And I don't think I am, by the way. They are just releasing right now, brand new, a replica undisputed title belt centered around Brock Lesnar. Are they tipping their hat that the next undisputed champion is going to be Brock Lesnar? Or are they trying to sell nostalgia because he's getting ready to lose to, to Roman Reigns? Any thoughts here? I really think Roman's gonna. I don't know. I I've went back and I forth hope Roman on does. It, you know, but I, I I'm starting to think that I think Roman Reigns is gonna end up. Just you know what though? Here. They got this undisputed I, I, title. I am. I am getting more convinced, and I I hadn't even thought about this until we started recording this morning. By the way, this has never even crossed my mind. When they talked about unifying the belt, the belts, that was like the least of my like. I didn't give a shit because we we all know that the belt is just a prop. So I was like, I don't care. I just want to see mm-hmm. some good wrestling. But now that mm-hmm. you mention it, there is some there is some hype behind this, right? So they could very well be bringing back the undisputed belt with the wing eagle, the winged eagle has an version eagle on of the it. undisputed it, title, it, which it has an eagle on it. Which what does WWE sell more than anything? Better than title anybody. Belt. Nostalgia, These title belts, yeah, and belts. Oh, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nostalgia yeah. is WWE through and through. They're a kid show with nostalgia. The reason that they get two million viewers is because they pander to the children and have nostalgia for the adults. That's how yeah. they get the viewership, and it works. That's something AEW doesn't have and won't have for a while. So, I agree. This makes total sense to me. If they bring back the undisputed belt, I could see it being another winged eagle style belt, and that could be exciting for you know two or three weeks, and then after a while that. You know that shine eventually wears off, but that's just me. Whatever, I just hope it has a blue strap. I don't want the blue belt to go away. I, I don't want so a blue strap. Are you You're talking sick and tired of it? No. Are you talking dark blue, like like current? Or are you? Talking- I love the universal title. I love it. Okay. One of my rep, one of the very first replica belts I ever purchased was that blue unified title or that blue uh, universal title. I love it. It's not bad when it's dark blue. <laughs> That's what I get. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I get It's just a black belt just seems so much more, I don't know, it just. Wrestling? Yeah. It just seems like the colored. WWE the belts. The colored belts are meant for like the mid, mid-card belt. That's like your cruiserweight. But they're boring. Color, the, I mean, how about this? If you like the blue belt, 
so much. Why don't you take your intercontinental title, you know, or how about your United States title? You know, take put the intercontinental title back to a white belt. Okay, we need to go back to white white belt on that one. But then you can't do that. The, the women's titles are white. <laughs> Women matter, especially. Do you know? But what is to me? Belt? I mean, they WWE they belts, have white belts. I don't know. Yeah. WWE belts are boring. They just have that their logo in the middle, and then they yeah, added I, blue yeah. to the universal title. I miss belts looking like this. Some detail yeah. in it. Some stones in there. Uh, so, you know, it, make it make it look like it looks important, right? Because WWE titles don't look that important. If your WWE title looks like your universal title, and all you did was add blue to make it seem a little more important. That's to me, that's just boring. Like you for years now, for years now, since they've had the universal title and the WWE title, sometimes I'm like, which is the more prestigious title? Cause I don't, I can't, sometimes I can't feel it as a fan. If they added a title like the winged Eagle again, something like that, where it's got all those details and, and stones in it and just making you feel like when you look at this title, it means something. Mm-hmm. That's something that I think WWE has been missing for a long time. Because when I look at the AEW title, especially the Impact title, boys, because the Impact title or the TNA title was is just a you know replica of this. Yeah, it is. Those belts, to me, when I look at them, mean something. Especially the women's belt now for AEW. That belt looks like it means something now. WWE titles don't look like they mean shit at all. It's just props. And I'm kind of happy... To think that maybe they might bring back the winged eagle, put some detail on that belt, make it look like it means something, and uh, hell, they can sell a shit ton of them online after that too, because you know people will be buying them left and right. Oh yeah, marketing I'll for that, the buyouts for that. WWE is going to be well, swimming I'll some money you, as soon as they release that title. One of the worst things they've done is if I know you guys have seen this, they've taken all the the actual belts, watch them on TV, and they made them Velcro in the back. They're no longer yeah. the traditional snaps. They have the snaps on there as a prop, but they're all they're all Velcro. Really? I saw that. Every one of them. Yeah. Take a look. Next time you see one thrown over his shoulder or whatever or whatever, yeah, it have they have the traditional brass snaps on there for decorative, but you'll you'll see it's a it's a Velcro strap. Oh wow! I didn't yep. know that. It's just like it's just like the foam ones that they have at the at Walmart. Wow! I didn't know yeah. that. That's crazy. I guess it's easier to take on and off. Yeah. Take a look. I, it's um, I, I'm sure it is, but it's it's if we're talking about nostalgia and we're talking about classic looks, oof. I just little kid. I mean, it's it's WWE, right? And little kids have Velcro straps on their shoes, and now there's a Velcro strap on the belt. Well, it's yeah. the Charles Wrestling Universe you're talking about. Yes, exactly. A lot of discussion about title belts, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what that new title is going to look like. I'm just pumped that I'm going to be there to see it. I cannot wait. We are less than a week away from WrestleMania. It's not the only one we're going to be at, too. If you want to see Stone Cold. We're we're not just going to be at WrestleMania, Josh. We're going to be Ring of Honor. We're going to be at the Supercard of Honor pay-per-view as well. FTR and the Briscoes. Kicking some fucking ass. Kicking some So. <laughs> so this so this is going to be crazy. So on Friday night, mm-hmm. I land, literally land in Dallas. Leland's yeah. going to have himself parked outside going, "Bro, we're yet, we're yet, we're yet. Run, 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 run." Because Super Carter Arno starts at 6. I land at 5:30. <laughs> <laughs> we got we, yeah. We got to be there in like 
We gotta like haul ass to get there. Like I'm basically throwing my shit in his car, and we're just gonna drive like 90 miles an hour over to the uh, Curtis Caldwell Center and watch a Smarrow H2 car. Don't worry, I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have something ready for you to eat. I'll we'll, we'll have Jimmy John's or something ready for you. Don't worry. Yeah, maybe I maybe some steak and shake or something. We're just gonna haul ass. McDonald's, eat them. Shit. They're full of protein. <laughs> eat, <'em. laughs> eat the sausages once. Eat the sausages. He's not even going to let me get in the car yet. He's going to roll down the window. He's like, here's your food, bitch. Get in. <laughs> this car's a rental, so I didn't want to make a mess. So I went to Wendy's and got us two baked potatoes. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> two baked potatoes. Oh, my God. Mm, yes, yeah, delicious. Oh, <laughs> so hot. Stone Cold is going to be rock. there, man. The glass is going to break. I'm going to be there. Chad's going to be there. Josh is going to be there in spirit. The glass is going to break. But what happens after the glass? Any thoughts? Any theories on this? Oh, my God. What you're going to get is the loudest pop in the history of pops. Which is why they're bringing him back. They're being spiteful. Mm -hmm. Because you know who has a behind-the-scenes feud that's been big forever? CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin. They both don't like each other. Really? Yeah, because they both think they're the best in the world, and they do not like each other. Even when they got into the argument. That's argu- not even a comparison, though. It's no. Stone Cold all day long. But CM Punk thinks he's the best in the world, blah, 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 right? He comes, so he comes back to AEW and gets what? He gets what is rated as the biggest return crowd pop of all time. So how does WWE, it's gonna be and as sense. spiteful as they are, they go, you know what, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. You think you're so great. Oh, I'm so good. No. Stone Cold coming back for an actual match at Mania is going to blow the fucking roof off that place. That's going to be the loudest yeah, crowd pop people. in the history. They're still promoting it, though. As as the as a as that stupid TV show bullshit that uh Kevin the Kevin yeah, Owens show like they're still so promoting it as a Kevin the Owens show this. segment. There's some behind the scenes on this. Uh, the reason they're doing that is they're creating the suspense, and they're not necessarily trying to do that. They're doing that because of Stone Cold, because Stone Cold is a perfectionist, and he doesn't know if he's going to be at his what he thinks is 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 acceptable. So he's trying to get himself there. He's trying to get ready. There's going to be action. There's going to be a stunner. There's going to be beers. There's going to, it's going to be, you're going to get all the stone cold stuff, but I don't know if he walks out in black tights. I don't know. <laughs> well, his jean shorts, his jorts. Dude, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. jean shorts. And his leg braces. In the tights, though. Yeah, but I think yeah, he's coming jorts. back in the jean shorts and a tank top. He's older now. And you he might so? even wrestle in jeans. Like, you know, like jeans, you know. Have you seen him without a shirt, though? Have you seen him without a shirt? He that dude is still oh, yeah, cut the ripped. fuck up. He could walk out there in just jean shorts. Yeah, he's ripped. Just, he looks when, good. When all the older guys come back, they typically don't go back to their drunk days. You know what I mean? Dave Batista no, did. Right. You're right. Dave Batista did because he's the best of all time. But I think what will end up happening is I, 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 I'm visioning in my head either the longer jean shorts, but I'm really thinking he's coming out in, you know, pants with um, the cowboy boots style looking wrestling boots you know how they have the cowboy boots that look like look like cowboy oh, yeah. boots but the yeah. wrestling boots yeah adam page right, right. I, yeah I he think was he's gonna yeah. come out in kind of more of that style or maybe just like the classic black boot underneath his his pants but i think that's kind of more what we're gonna i, I can i'd bet a million dollars that he's not coming out in his black trunks there's not a fucking chance he's co- 
He might. No, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna he play the crowd. I don't think time. he will. He just, I if he it. does the crowd, I okay. think he's coming out in shorts. If he does come out in those fucking black trunks, though, that crowd with the with the vest. Not only are they gonna fucking erupt. Oh, with the vest, they explode. <laughs> if he came out in his classic <laughs> ring gear, Leland, you space. know. I hope that Bro, happens. Bro, I already know what you're I gonna do. I hope it happens, but I, I really don't think it's going to. But I swear to God, if he comes out in those black trunks and the vest. <laughs> Because everyone's going to be like, uh-huh. yeah, the glass. And then if they see him and he's wearing that, they're going to go. Kids <laughs> <laughs> having heart attacks and shit. <laughs> it's going to go fucking nuts, dude. Bro, I've no known doubt. Leland for many, many, many years. I've known Leland for a long time. And I know his tendencies. I know what you're going to do. If we're near stairs at the top level. And, and you hear the breaking glass. I know you're popping. I know you're going to go, hell yeah, hell yeah, right? But if you know you see that fucking vest and black trunks, I'm your ass down. isn't even going to be yeah. sitting next to me anymore. I'm going to be like, hey, bro, look. Where the fuck did Leland go? And then I'm going to see you, like, <laughs> falling ass down the stairs, like, Stone Cold, touch me! Touch me! You just look. You're like, where's he at? Where's he at? You see him running up this ladder. He has a cape on. He's putting, yeah. he's putting a hood over himself. He's in the rafters, yep. and he's like, what the hell? And then I know he just falls <laughs> right to the fucking fall. ring. And, oh and they're like, uh, and you just look up and you go, <laughs> Blue place. stun me, Steve. Stun me, Steve. <laughs> stun me. I'm coming in for the stun. I'm coming in for the I've seen you do it. I'm doing I, it I've seen Leland do it too, man. I, I don't know what wrestler it was, but one time you were just sitting in your seat chilling. All was good. That that fucking music popped. You didn't even know that wrestler was going to be there. You're not even in your seat anymore. You're fucking gone. You're like, touch me, wrestler guy. I think it was RVD. It was. I RVD. think RVD. I you fucking. That, you didn't even know he was going to be there that night in Pueblo, yep. and you just took off. Like you followed that dude around the ring and shit. You're like, sign my chest. So I was pretty pumped. Sign and then, my chest. And then I waited. <laughs> and then after the arena, I, I actually waited out there, to, you know, to get autographs and shit. And uh, I still have the picture where he took a picture with me, and then he gave me his uh, his hand wrap from that evening. So yeah, I'm, I still have that. I, I was a huge RVD fan, and I I know you guys weren't over on him, but I was huge. I was a huge RVD guy. He was all right. I mean, I wouldn't say I didn't like him, but he was all right. But I just that's one of I think that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. Yeah. There's two things I'm looking forward to at WrestleMania. Watching you lose your shit over Stone Cold is going to be it's priceless. Gonna I'm going to love every minute of it. And there's nothing wrong with it either. I love it. And yeah. then second of all, us practicing our beer bottling throwing when Cody Rhodes shows the, the fuck up to wrestle, wrestle fucking Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, which I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I still think, Josh, I want to hear your I want to hear your side. Of, I know we're running on time. I know we're running out. I still think they're fucking working the crowd. I don't think Cody's showing up at WWE. I think this is the biggest work of all fucking time. And I don't know where it's going, but I feel like it is. Be, it just has that feeling that it's a fucking work. Away by the angle. Ready for a prophecy? Oh, God. I'm, I'm the yeah, prophet here. here. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. WrestleMania. The belts get unified. Okay? It's a clean match. Oh, it comes God. out, and you know who wins? Roman Reigns, okay? He's going to beat Brock Lesnar. He's going to beat Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar was the first to be the Undertaker. You know, he unified the belts. You know, he's Brock Lesnar's been the first to do a bunch of things and Roman Reigns has always been the one following up after him, right? This is the yep. this is going to yep. be the time where Roman Reigns finally 
one-ups something on Brock Lesnar. So I'm at this moment in time, I'm 99% positive that Roman Reigns is going to win. And it's going to take something huge for that to sway out of my mind. But what I do see happening is everyone's going to be like, Cody's not going to show up the first night. He's not even going to beat the thing to sign autographs. No one's going to see him. They're not even going to mention him. Night two rolls around. He's gonna be a ring he doesn't show up. Nothing happens. Roman Reigns wins. And right as Roman Reigns is getting ready to end, everyone thinks, oh shit, yeah, Cody Rhodes isn't showing up. Who the fuck walks out? Cody fucking Rhodes. And he stands. If I hear that. He stands oh, at the top of the fucking thing. And that is how we're going to be introduced to Cody Rhodes. And his right. And then Monday and night they follow up. straight away. Yes, the follow up. And straight away, you're going to get a match between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes for that belt. If I hear wrestling has one royal family if i hear that shit my beer bottle i hope i don't hit somebody like a little kid or something when i throw that fucker I'm but aiming. if i even I'm hear aiming. that 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 beer bottle's gone out of my hands going straight to wherever cody is because i will be so pissed off if i see him at a wwe that man has talked more shit about the wwe than any wrestler i've ever known and to get that man has said right he away, is he he tattooed his fucking logo on his neck Trying to tell people I am AEW through and through, like I'll never abandon. The, then abandons the company, right? So that's why I keep thinking this must be some huge work. Like there, there's got to be something bigger to this plan. But if he just shows up on WWE, all that thought I have in my head about him just showing up to be something bigger for AEW, and he shows up at WWE, I'm gonna be like, damn, like he's a fucking sellout. Like he's he's literally going to be the biggest fucking heel in the business, even though he'll probably be pushed as a babyface in WWE too. Like it's gonna. I, I don't know. I'm not and gonna be not happy. Gonna with give him no fucking weird gimmick this time. Because I can tell no. you this, they brought him back. Oh, it's his AEW gimmick. It has to be. Originally, Vince is all about it. They they brought him back. We thought you know it'd be a little a little spiteful, but I don't think WWE can afford to be spiteful in this moment in time. So I think what's going yeah. on is they brought him back, and you're gonna see the opposite of Scott Hall. Okay, instead of. Instead of Razor Ramon going over to WCW, mm -hmm. you're going to have fucking Razor Ramon coming over to WWE. And so what's going to end up happening there is you're going to see the opposite angle of when Razor of when Scott Hall went to the WCW and he's they're going to bring him back and say, "Hey, listen. Let's just there let's just go. cut shit aside and you're going to be Cody Rhodes. You could use your name. You're going to be Cody Rhodes." the American nightmare instead of Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. You're going to be Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare. That's what he comes over as. Give him everything he's wanted since day one. They're going to give him, they said, they said, you know what? We can't, we can't afford to fuck around. Okay. If, if you know what? Fuck it. You're going to get everything you want. Here we go. One question. Okay. Is there any way that this angle has anything to do with a, potential handshake between WWE and AEW that they're going to allow some of their professional wrestlers to show up on their sports entertainment show. I so originally we I was kind of thinking of the Trojan horse and yes, I yeah. I think the Trojan horse for AEW is gone. I don't think that that at all. I think that a, that WWE is closing in on a company that now is thinking they're they're too 
big for their britches because the fact that Tony, mm-hmm. the Tony Khan came out and said, no one does pay-per-views like I do pay-per-view. Ah, Eric, there you are. Now you've completed WCW. Thank you, Mr. Bischoff. So what's going to happen is Vince McMahon does what he does and all he does is wrestling. So that's cool that you made a wrestling company because you like wrestling and you had the money to buy up fucking the, the product. Problem is you have no fucking direction and your product's good currently, but just like WCW, it's going to sink. And how you do it is Vince McMahon is 25 fucking steps ahead of you. You're, it's not even you're playing checkers, I'm playing chess. No, 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 no. You're playing checkers. He's he's fucking playing Grand Theft Auto in he's fourth playing, dimension. He's playing the backgammon. You're, you're not he's even the backgammon. He's playing backgammon. Okay, he's playing pickup sticks. Okay, look, and that's actually he's gonna have a monopoly on your ass here in a second because he's gonna get Cody Rhodes to come over and he's gonna he's gonna use an angle that he got that he lost on. But you know what? Actually, I like that angle, and it actually fucked me over. So I'm gonna use that. Thanks. Bink. I'm gonna take your guy. Bink. And then oh, yeah, I let Shane go. Whatever. He quit. Oh, you want him? Perfect. That's going to make you everybody that watches wrestling your sole people because what does AEW not give a fuck about? Young fans and really old fans. They mm-hmm. care about who? It's all that demo. Us. Yeah, yeah. They care about us, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what mark, what yep. do we remember? WCW ending. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So that's the only demographic AEW has. So get this. When Shane McMahon shows up on AEW, the first thing in our mind, and I don't give a fuck who you are, the first thing that's going to show up on your mind if you saw that, if you've ever heard of it, if you've ever seen it, is going to be the last mm-hmm. fucking night of WCW. And at that moment in yep, time, that's yep. when the shift starts and Vince McMahon starts cashing his checks because you know what? He left. He let a lot of people go. He freed up a lot of what? Yeah, he did. Fucking money. Now he's, he's capitalizing on the people he has to start doing what? Ah, Picking the talent that he needs from AEW. 100%. He's not, he doesn't need what, what AEW is doing is exactly what you guys said would make them fail. They bought every fucking talent yep. that came from WWE or anywhere. And they're not done. And I said from the very beginning, they're going to fucking done. do that because Tony Khan is a fucking fan. He's a fucking super fan and he's going to buy every fucking person. And you guys were like, no way. No way they're going to do that. And what have they Did done? Did you see they on Rampage last night? fucking right. person, and they are going to collapse that fucking company. They're going to do that. I, I I agree with you because on ending of Rampage last night, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch Rampage. Yeah. What did fucking Tony Schiavone say? Another surprise signing next Wednesday on Dynamite. Like, I'm like, yeah. no, no, not another fucking another one. Jesus, Tony, where do you keep coming up with these signings, man? Dude, that's what I'm saying. They literally did what I said was going to happen if they're going to fail. And they are fucking doing it. And Vince... The the only thing I'm going to say to that is the contracts that they're signing are not exclusive contracts. They're bringing them in for spots. That's it. That's the difference between WCW. So I'm I'm not saying you're wrong, Josh. I'm just saying that it's a different business model than WCW. WCW... Eric Bischoff was hiring all these big names from WWE and putting the title on them right away and signing them to exclusive contracts and big, big, big money contracts. It is. AEW is yep. not doing that. Right. AEW is bringing them in for spots and then giving them the creative freedom to go to Ring of Honor if they want to. Well, I mean, that's that's sure. dead now. Going to Impact, going to Lucha uh, AAA. 
that that's the difference. So it's, it's business wise, the model is completely different. Creativity is the problem right it's now. It's the different. You're now you're putting too many on the ship. It's different, but the same. Because what did yeah. you get? No, I I don't I don't. When WCW, that. when everything happened, you had a guy that thought he could do it better, right? So. Yeah, Every, sure. Everybody said, dude, don't be WCW. This is getting risky, right? And what did he do? He goes, no, history rep- repeats itself, right? So I know mm-hmm. how. We already saw what happened with WCW. I know how to fix it. And what did we get? Someone who thinks they can do it better. You get the same mm-hmm. thing. It's, it's it's a little bit of a different business model. But at the end of the, end of the day. It's, it's, it's happened twice. At the end, end of the day, it's just a mirror image. Yeah. It's what Jeff Jarrett did it too. Is WCW it, TNA. Yep. and AEW are the same? They're on a multiverse span. If you want to just, if you want to talk about we how we can c- compare this, you have WCW is the wrestling from Earth One, and AEW is the wrestling from Earth Two. <laughs> That's what you're getting. They're yeah, they're the yeah. same thing, but just slightly different. Where did the big boys play though? On my butt. Oh my god! I was watching Nitro, and that was literally their fucking tagline every episode. Oh, Listen, no, it's on my it's TNA, on my TNA never went away. No, TNA did go away. Impact yeah. became its predecessor. Yeah, yeah Jeff Jarrett failed um, completely. Or, or successor, I'm sorry. But Jeff Jarrett did the exact same business model as Eric Bischoff. He hired all these old-name wrestlers, gave yep. them big-ass contracts, put Sting yep. out there, did all this shit. And what happened it to failed. TNA? It went away. Yep. It failed. WCW hired all these guys, put them on belts. The only thing that Tony isn't doing that both WCW and TNA did is he isn't signing big contracts with these guys and then putting belts yep. on them. He's just putting them in either like these weird management roles or uh, and things like that. But he is doing it well, with a certain tag team that Josh mentioned earlier in the show with the Hardy Boys. I think Josh is right, but I think he's doing it with ROH. If he does it with ROH, I'm cool with that. But if he puts title belts on the Hardys on Dynamite <laughs> every week, I'm going to be like, dude, holy shit. I'm glad you moved back around Josh to that right. because I had time to think Tiny about what you said. I had time to think about what you said. And honestly, it makes more sense for the Hardy boys to hold the Dynamite titles and have them hold the ROH titles because they've always been more of like an in- independent, you know, like – indie wrestlers way more than the hardys yeah so it makes way more sense for them to go over there and hold the roh belts and have the hardys hold the uh AEW belts in my AEW, in my opinion yeah. no uh, no I, I i i had completely forgot about the roh belts and how they're actually going to keep that going and so what you said makes total sense but i think your idea is just flipped on who's going where i think what what you said mm-hmm. is completely true but i think it's flipped on who's going where I think I was I was wishful thinking. I was hoping that the Hardys would go to ROH, take the belts off the Briscoes. The Briscoes would come to AEW. They would get a push there. That was kind of what I was no, no, hoping no. and thinking. But you're then right. again, as a fan, no, no, no. we never get what we you, think. You're right, though. That is going to happen. But the, the team that's going to make them switch over to AEW is going to be the opposite team. So the Briscoes are going are to come over, but they're going to have to fight the Hardys. They're not going to have to fight the Hardys out the gate. They're going to have to fight the Hardys when they get to, to AEW because the, at the end of the day, the Hardys as a tag team champions is going to pull more for the, the company, more crowd pop, and honestly, probably draw more if the Briscoes come over and challenge them on AEW than start it on ROH. That makes sense? So your 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 idea is completely right. It's just it, it's I, I think it's flipped. You could be right. Neither, or we could both be wrong. 
But <coughs> in my opinion, the Hardys coming back, I just don't see them sidelining Jeff. I just don't think. I think Jeff's at the end where he's kind of out of the part to where if they weren't going to give him those, those belts, I kind of think he would have just left. I agree with that, but there's one question you guys are both failing to ask. Is it Lone Star beer bottles or Coors Light beer bottles that, that at that altitude have the right trajectory to hit Cody's fat fucking head? Stubbies. With your heel with your baby face. You do you, baby. Dogcast Production.